love myself. I love myself. I love myself. Can y'all hear me? How's my sound? Can y'all hear me? Can y'all hear me? How's my sound, y'all? Let me know if y'all can hear me. All right. So welcome to another episode of the I Love Myself podcast. Shout out to all of our live viewers on Facebook and YouTube. I'm really, really excited about today. Every guest on the I Love Myself podcast has been special. But tonight is different because we always talk about changing our mindsets. We always talk about changing our lives. The reality is that can only be done if we cleanse our gut. In Egypt, in ancient times, the Pharaoh, the one that spoke about in scripture, he mastered his diet so well that the man was urinating once every 40 days because he had mastered the human diet. But when he went against God, he began urinating 40 times a day. There, a, There's a specific point I want to make from the statement I just made. When we eat against our nature, processed food, and I'm guilty of this. I just had a bag of chips yesterday. We're going against God. And in turn, our bodies turn against us. So look at the reality of a, the, the livelihood and the way that human beings are living. I'll go deeper before our brother comes in. There's a quote, and I'm, I'm kind of misquoting. I'm paraphrasing. It says that when God created man, right, when he created the angels, he gave them intellect with no desire. When he created the animals, he gave him desire with no intellect. When he created mankind, he gave him desire and intellect. So a man who can use his intellect to control his diet or a woman can be greater than the angels. But a man who lets his desires control his intellect is lower than the animals. So if you look at the life of a pig, this is what has happened to a lot of human beings. It's not natural to eat in your car. It's not natural to eat fast food. Food's not supposed to be cooked that fast. It's, 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 a, it's a work. This is an act of worship. Eating is an act of worship. So when you rush into your food, like, like some kind of animal, you're falling to your desire. Life is not supposed to be unintentional and rushed the way we live. We're supposed to sit, eat together as a family. This is healing. Right? So, I, you know, that's one of the points we'll touch on tonight. But then now I want to tell a story before our brother comes in. Uh, but in during this, back in July, I was... You know, I was, there's two things I would like for you, you know, and everybody, and everybody has their own thing 
and everybody's giving their own thing that they get from a story, which is the, one of the most beautiful parts of human existence. Remember, as you come and drop the I love myself in the chat. I was questioning whether I wanted to even do what I was doing. Hold on, y'all. Just texting our guests. Whether I wanted to do the Bureau Boys anymore. Who am I to choose that? That's not a, you know, when you're given a gift from the most high, you're not given the option of whether you want to do this or not. He's using you and you you allow yourself to be used if you're wise. But I said, man, I, I'm going to just give this up. My health began to decline immediately. I went out to Houston to shoot with my brother, Chris. He can attest to this. And we went out to eat. And I could feel my chest tightening. I said, bro, um, I didn't want him. I, I know Chris. I didn't want him to sit at the hospital all night. So I said, bro, just take me back to the hotel. I didn't tell him what was going on. I said, bro, I'm ready to get back to the hotel. So he dropped me off. I'm in the hotel. And my chest got tighter. So I said, you know what, man? Let me go to the hospital. I went to the hospital in Houston, right? One sec, Dr. Jolie. I'm, I'm giving him a story and an introduction to my amazing brother here. My amazing elder and brother. Uh, I never like to speak about our elders like I'm on their level. This is uh this is a this is like a you know this man is is very special and he's a he's a gym to our community. So I'm in Houston. My chest tightens up. I run to the emergency room. When I get there, the doctor says, "Yeah, it seems like something's going on, but we don't have an open room tonight." I had a flight leaving at 5 a.m., so that was about midnight. I said, "Okay." I went straight to the. I went back to the hotel, grabbed my bag, and went straight to the airport. Now, when you're in the midst of a heart attack, the worst thing you can do is get on an airplane. So I get back, and as soon as I get there, it was unbearable. So I rushed straight to the emergency room. Of course, my team, my family, they're all worried. So I speak to my brother, Eric. He said, there's only one man I know that can deal with this. His name is Dr. Jolie. I'd never heard it. Let me, let, me, let me switch that. I remember seeing something where they were trying to call a man a witch doctor. I remember seeing that. But I had no idea that was Dr. Jolie until I looked it up, right? They wanted to call him a witch doctor because he had healed some of our favorite celebrities. You know how they try to, you know, make us look bad in the media so we won't trust our own. So I'm in the hospital, and then I called Dr. Jolie. He said, that's the last place you need to be. That's the, He said, what I want you to do, he said, I'm going to send you to herbs tomorrow. What I want you to do right now, he said, get a, get a gallon of water, get a ginger the size of your hand, and then chop it up to the size of little gumballs. And put it in the water, shake it up, and leave it out. And the next morning, drink the whole gallon. I drank the whole gallon. Then about two or three days later, my herbs arrived. And the rest is history. They wanted me on medication and everything. I have none of those problems anymore. And what amazed me about Dr. Jolie was he never took credit for that stuff. He immediately he's told me, he said, I'm not the healer. God, Allah is the healer. And I, right then and there, I said, this is a man that everybody needs to know about. So if you notice, every class I did, I had y'all texting Dr. Jolie. So our brother's in here now. I'm really excited. I'm going to turn his mic on. And y'all know how we do. All y'all in the chat, drop some I love myself for our brother. So here we go. Let's go. I love myself. I love myself. I love myself. I love myself. Dr. Jolie. Hello. I love myself too. Now, Nobody Dr. can love you like you do. No, sir. Now, Dr. Jolie, we have a rule here. 
when you come on a podcast, before you start, you got to give us three reasons why you love yourself. Three reasons why I love myself. The number one reason why I love myself is because I am a product of God, mm. made in the image of God. Teach, that is teach, the teach. number one reason why I love myself. Mm. Now, the number two reason why I love myself is because my brain is not a part of what you would call your humanity. Mm. God called for us to be in this world and not be a part of this world. Mm. So the second reason why I love myself, because I'm not a part of nothing that's going on. I'm not mm. a part of your government, your institutions, mm. your values. I'm not even a part of your moral system because mm. your moral system is whack. I know mm. cats and dogs that got better morals than the people I see, okay? So that's the number two reason why I love myself. Now here's the number three reason why I love myself. And I want everybody to know my number three reason. Oh my Lord. <laughs> my number three reason why I love myself I want everybody to know this black, white, green, purple is because you ready, Omar? I'm ready, ready, my brother. Ready, Doc. I'm ready. I love myself because I talk to myself. I mm -mm. talk to myself. Better not talk to you, to the doctors, to the preachers, to the mayor, to the police. I talk to me better than anybody else. And one thing I don't agree with is anybody interrupting me mm. while I'm talking to myself. Mm. Mm. Now, Doc, you got to talk to you. People yes, say when people talk to themselves, they're crazy. I mm. tell people you need to talk to you because you got a left side of your brain and you've got a right side of your brain and they're not always in agreement. <laughs> Doc, I don't know if you can see the comments, but I want you to know we have about almost 50 people on here and it's already talking about how much they love you before we even really got started. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Some of the so conversations that we have outside of the camera so they can see why people really really love you doc so yeah one of the things i want to ask you doc you know um before we get into some of the amazing things you've done i want to know your story how did you end up here what made you want to start doing this okay can we get the volume up just a tiny bit i don't know if we're, we're at max or yes, if we sir. could do any more because i hear you but i'm hearing you not as well as i should how about now a little bit better yeah now how about now Yes, yes, yes. Okay. I know I got so, a loud voice. I hear you better. No, you're good. So, uh, so you want to go into the into the root of Dr. Jolie, yeah. Huh? <laughs> the root of Dr. Jolie. You want to know the story. Hey, well, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm really proud that you asked this reason because, you know, uh, people get to certain heights in life and you don't get somewhere. You don't get to the top of the mountain unless you didn't pay some dues or pay some price or something, okay? Mm. So going to the root. I, I can show you better than I can tell you. Let me do this a little bit, and then we'll talk as I show you, okay? Yeah, We're going sure. to the root. Here's the root right here. Can you wow. guys see my stomach? Wow, wow. Can wow. people see that? Yes, sir. There's a hole. Okay. That is the root, my brother. Mm. At five months old, I ate Red Devil Live. Mm. It's the poison. This poison was on the cover. There was a picture of the devil's face on a can in 1955 and this 
can was called Red Devil Live. Mm. If anybody ever watched the Three Stooges and you saw them in jail, they took some poison and poured a circle around themselves while they were in jail. And the poison that they poured on the floor, it broke a hole in the concrete. And that's how they got out of jail. Mm. That's how the Three Stooges got out of jail with Red Devil Lie poison. Mm. I ate Red Devil Lie when I was five months old. Not wow. five years, wow. five months old. The story is my cousin was babysitting me, not paying attention. She was on the phone. I fell out the bed. I knocked this can over. The can had a picture of the devil's face on the can. The mm. whole can was a picture of the devil's face, smiling mm. like this. So at five months old, I fell off the bed, knocked this can over. And, you know, I crawled. And babies, whatever they touch, they lick. You know, baby's going to lick whatever it is. That's what a baby does. And I licked this poison. When I licked this poison, it took out my throat. They rushed mm. me to the hospital. This poison is the only poison known on earth that burns directly through concrete. Mm. So you know if it burns through concrete, what it'll do to a baby's throat. Yes, sir. I met the devil at five months old. I'm mm. proud to say it. <laughs> I ate the devil's poison at mm. five months old. I'll say it like this. I ate the devil's poison. They rushed me to a hospital that was on a street called King's Highway. Mm. Get that? Yes, sir. On King's Highway at this children's hospital that they rushed me to, these women with the white wingtip hats, I, the nuns, that's who took care of me. So mm. I ate the devil's poison. They rushed me to King's Highway. And the angels with the white wingtip hats took mm. care of me. Mm. I lived in a glass room that was inside a glass room, inside a glass room. If you come out of these three glass rooms, the air touches my stomach where you saw, I would die. The reason wow. why I lived in the glass room was because they put the food directly into that hole. You know that I showed you in my stomach that's that scar? Well, yes, that sir. was the beginning. That mm. hole, my food went directly into that hole, not into my mouth. For six mm. years, I ate no food. All my food went into this hole, and they closed wow. the hole over. In wow. those days, they didn't have a tube feeding like they have right now. There was like no such thing, okay? So they stuck it straight in the hole. I lived in a hospital for five and a half years. They used mm. to, my mother used to come see me at the hospital and the nuns would pick me up and they would take me to the glass window. And when they take me to the glass window, I put my hand on the glass and I would do like this. And my mother would put her hand on the other side of the glass. And that's how I spoke to my mother. I tell people I got love for you because I never got picked up. Every mm. cat, every dog, every bear, every deer, every alligator, even the monkeys got picked up by their mama. I was mm. a baby that didn't get to get picked up by his own mother. Mm. The nuns picked me up. And I called those nuns mother. That's right. Mm. All those white-skinned nuns, I called them mother. Yeah, mm. they were my mom to me because I didn't know who my mother was. Mm. Okay. So 
we put our hands on the glass and that's how we talk every day. Me and my mother, we communicated through the glass window. So I tell people, I got love for you because I didn't get to get touched by my mother. I mm. didn't get to get picked up. So I'm kind of sensitive to these type of things because there was a certain area of love that I didn't get because the devil snatched that out of my life. Mm. So I had to learn how to have, how do you say, extreme love for others for what I didn't get as a baby. Mm, mm, all mm, other mm. women were taking care of me and I didn't get the touch of my own mother. Wow, wow. I cannot explain that to you because a lot of people would say, oh, I've had bad things. I went through this, I went through that. But who's went through the actual action of not being picked up by their own mother? Mm. It's incredible, okay? It's an incredible feeling. So I'll say that when I first got out of the hospital, I saw a tree. And when I saw the tree, I never saw a tree in my life because I've never been outside. I was five and a half going on six years old, never seen the outside. Mm. So I saw a tree and I took my hands and I put my arms around the tree and I was hugging this little skinny tree. And everybody, people coming to me, grabbing, what's the matter with that boy? He's got a problem. Something's happening to him. He's going crazy on the tree. I was just in love with the tree. It's mm. going to sound crazy, but I hugged the tree so tight because in my eyes, in my mind, I was putting the tree in me. And mm. I was into the tree. I got a love with the tree. Soon as I got out the hospital, I would take the leaves and I would blow under the bottom of the leaf. I'm never going to forget it. My first day out of the hospital, I would hug the tree and I would wipe under the bottom of the leaves. Leaves breathe from under the bottom. People mm. don't know this. I knew this. I was very smart as a young boy because wow. the nuts taught me a lot. They taught wow. me a a lot okay i was very connected to god when you're raised by nuns you're gonna be connected to god for yes, sure sir. okay yes, sir. so i would blow and wipe under the bottom of the leaf and i would blow that leaf and i want everybody to try it one day because when you do that you're giving life back to god in a way that you've never thought of take mm. a leaf wipe up under the bottom and Blow your breath on it. We give off carbon dioxide and mm. our leaf gives off oxygen. We give the leaf what it needs and the leaf gives me what I need. I started off getting healthy the first day out of the hospital, making mm. love to a leaf, mm. to a tree. Mm. Tree and me, me and the tree. You understand? Yes, sir. Let's go a little further about that. I'm going to take you down the road and we're going to come back. Okay, real quick. I yes, take sir. it down and come right back. The reason why I got to say this about the tree, because that tree that I was blowing into at six years old, today, at 67 years old, I teach people that you can walk down the street and I will show you how to live your life with no food. And at 3 a.m. in the morning in the Valley Village where I live and, and also here in, in Vegas, but mostly in Valley Village, you can smell the honeysuckle trees, the jasmine trees, the eucalyptus trees. I can teach a man or woman how to walk down the street in the middle of the night and breathe and suck. Are you hearing me? Suck the energy, the nutrients out of the trees while you're walking down the street. And once you pull the nutrients from the tree, that's what you do. When you smell eucalyptus, go. When you smell jasmine, go. Take it into your body. Take it into your blood. 
This is another way of internally eating. Man never taught you this. Mm. You hear what I just said? I could suck up five trees at the end of a night and the next two, three days not need your food nor your doc doctors because I took it from the tree. The tree's in me. Mm. Mm. Tell you what, you say, mm, my brother, but you don't say mm, when you ride down the street and you see a dog with his head out the window and the dog is so excited because all of these exits. Wow. All these wow. Wow. That makes sense. I'm like a dog at 3 a.m. sucking on the jam. Hold on, Dr. Jelly. Hold on, Dr. Jelly. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, yeah. We got to drop one. Dr. Jelly, you went too heavy. You went too heavy. We got to drop one. Hold on. Hold on. I love myself. 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 Now, Doc, I don't know. Doc, I don't know if you can see the comments. That you will never these get. People are going crazy for you in the comments right now. The next time you see a eucalyptus tree, if you excuse me now, if you're fortunate enough that God allows you to grab that scent. I'm going to tell you how I do it exactly, Omar. I'll walk and I'll grab a scent and I'll stop. And then you'll see me walk backwards two or three steps. And then I walk back into it. One mm. night it was 30 in the morning. Some young college students pulled up on me and they turned the lights off. And the college students said, excuse me, sir. But you were doing some very odd stuff at the middle of the night in the middle of the road. Can you explain to us what was going on? And I told the college students, I said, you were fortunate enough to catch me in a profit moment. I mm. said, most people don't catch me when I'm dealing directly one-on-one -on -one with God. I mm. said, you caught me in a profit moment sucking up honeysuckles and eucalyptus trees. I said, I'm getting my food for the rest of the week and I'm getting it at 3 a.m. in the middle of the night through these trees. Mm. They watched me. I said, watch me back up and go back into this scent. And they got out the car. They smelled the scent. And I had them do the same thing. And these three young white males, college students about 21 years old, they looked at me. They said, they said, you made us feel like we met God. I said, you did. Mm. Mm. I said, you did. We're all made in the image of God. We can do godly deeds. The mm. mind is a terrible thing to waste. You can take your mind and move a mountain. Mm. Why man has thrown us off course is because man knows that the authority, the knowledge that God has given to his 12 tribes of judah mm. when you use the full authority of god you become god yourself i'll mm. say it i'll say it and i'll say it again god only wants us to be little gods mm. do you understand mm. in the book it's about little gods he wants us to be little gods made in exact image we're supposed to do like jesus but better mm things my brother going back to when i was five months old and we talk about this lie this red devil lie when i came out that hospital i knew the lord yes i knew our lord and savior i was taught mm. but at the same time i knew that there was something greater for me to do because i was told at six years old 
this is extreme what I want to say right now. And I hold my life through this. A woman told me at six years old when I got out the hospital, she took her hands and she put it right on my forehead and she blessed me. Mm. She says, you are the. I said, who are you talking about, lady? She said, you are the one. She mm. says, I such for you. She said, God wants you to do greater things than thee. That is he that is within thee. She said, mm. God wants you to do greater things than Jesus. Not but greater things Jesus mm. said. And back to you guys. Yes, people are calling me. I gotta try. I should have found a way to black this out. But anyway, she told me this at six years old, and all of my life. I'll give you an example. You know, the Jesus made the bread and fed a thousand people with a loaf of bread. Well, guess what? Yes, sir. God showed me how to feed a hundred thousand people with a loaf of bread. But see, this is the hmm. knowledge that you have to seek for. Going back to when I was a young boy, the doctor told me when I left that hospital, he told my mother when she picked me up, he said, this boy won't make it. He said, this boy cannot make it in the air. He said, the hmm. atmosphere alone will kill this young boy. His stomach hmm. has been open for over five and a half years. The doctor said, be careful. If he smells smoke from coal burning, no day they burn coal. If he smells smoke from wood burning, everybody burnt wood in the old days. He said, if he smells this, if he smells that, the bee pollen, pollen, everything is going to take him out. They said, this boy won't make it. When the doctor told my mother that I wouldn't make it, Immediately, at six years old, <laughs> I wanted to kick the doctor in the balls. <laughs> the only thing I could think of at six was, kick him in the balls. He made my mom cry, kick him in the balls. And I was just a tiny little fragile boy. And my stomach was barely open and I could barely stand up. I was so timid. Also, hmm. people didn't, didn't tell you while I was in the hospital, Umar, I had two strings coming out my nose. They mm. had two things going through the cartilage in my nose. And if you saw me, kids call me catfish. They named me, nicknamed me catfish because I had two strings here and two strings here. And they hung down to the middle of my chest. And when kids mm. by, they would play with me. And sometimes they would get their fingers all caught up in my strings. And when they get their fingers caught up in my strings, I had tubes in my throat. They put tubes in my throat for a period of five and a half years to keep my esophagus open. Because my esophagus was closed, the red devil lie ate up my throat. I didn't have a throat. They had to reconstruct my throat, period. I didn't have a throat. Okay, they had tubes here for five and a half years. That's why I lived in a hospital with strings coming out. And when I came out of the hospital, I still had the strings hanging out. And little girls and little boys would get close to me. And I hated kids. I hated little boys. And I hated little girls because they get mm. close to me. And their fingers get caught in my strings. And ooh, I go, oh, oh, oh. Being yanked them, man. They were yanking my chain like crazy. When they found out they could yank my chain, they were doing it all day long. Watching me go yeah. act like a fool pulling. Ah! You know what I'm saying? So this is this was me back in the day. 
I had to repair myself because the God doctor said I wouldn't make it. God told me at six years old that the doctors was a lie. God told me that the devil came and gave me the red devil lie because he knew I would speak greater for God than mm. any human on the planet Earth. Mm. I speak for Allah. I speak for Elohim. I speak for Jah. I speak for Yahweh, Yahshua. Yahshua, who you call Jesus, going back to that letter J. A lot of people want to talk about the J and the Jewish and all that other kind of stuff. We'll go on that sometime, but I'll talk about it in a very eloquent way where nobody can squabble double, okay? Because my name is Jolly Harris, but there was no J hundred years ago. The letter J is only about 750 years old. There was no word Jew, no word Jehovah, no word Jolly Harris, no word Jesus, no word Yellow. <laughs> None of this existed. In the first Bibles, his name was Eus. Eus. So I came up as a young boy knowing that the doctors had told my mother that he wouldn't make it. I ate this red devil lie. I'm the only person known to life, to my knowledge, that ate red devil lie and lived to actually talk about it. Everybody else that ate the red devil lie, they can't talk. I met one lady that ate the red devil like I might, I like me, and she's blah, 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 blah. she cannot talk. She's still disabled in her talking. Whoa, whoa. And I love her, but her, her voice never came back. I pray to God, I wish I could find this woman to help her. I, I would do mm. anything to find her to help her, okay? So, Doc, so, yes. I want you to clear something up, Doc. Mm -hmm. There's, um, because remember, I said, I, 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 it came back to me because I remember seeing something about a witch doctor. You, you know how they you know how they do us. Right, what right. happened? What happened with Bobby Christina? Okay, let's let's deal with that witch doctor real first and we go into Bobby Christina. They call me a witch doctor because I want the world to know this. This is serious. This is extreme. A, a white lady told me, she said, hey, if any white person did what you do, they would give them a Nobel Peace Prize. They mm. call me a witch doctor because I walk into the room in 15 minutes after she's been in a coma for over 16, six months, she wakes up. My grandfather was in a coma for over six months. He wakes up. God has allowed me to help people with AIDS, not die. People with cancer, not die. People with heart issues, not die. People with blood clots, getting ready to get the leg cut off tomorrow. No leg cutting off. Women mm. who get, get what do you want to call it? Uh, the, they're getting ready to have surgery, okay? Uh, hysterectomy. None of that stuff. We shut all that stuff down. Brain surgery, shut down. I want the world to know that you could bring the top 100 doctors. I'll say it as long as I'm on earth. Bring the top 100 doctors. I'll say this to the government. I'll say to anybody. Want a stack of Bibles, stack of Korans, stack of whatever you want to bring to me. Bring the top 100 doctors in America. Neurologists, brain surgeons, heart surgeons, cancer surgeons, AIDS. I don't care what the top of the line of their field is. They cannot compete with God's servant and what I do with no hospitals, mm. no need. No shots, no medicines, <laughs> no mm. sticky butt and all that old kind of stuff, okay? Mm. I don't need to check your blood. This whole mm. thing about your blood, give me a break. I help thousands and thousands of people. Do I look like I'm sticking a needle in you to check your blood? If you mm. stick a needle in me, I will punch you in the face.
face. You can't stick a needle in this doctor. I don't mm. use doctors. I haven't been to a doctor in like 40 years. 67, mm. I've been to a doctor since I was like 20. I do my own thing for my teeth too, the dentist. I do that also. So this thing with Bobby Christina, they want to call me a witch doctor because this is Rupert Murdoch. You know, the billionaire guy, he's the one that dropped that tag on me. The, you know what I'm saying? But before Rupert Murdoch dropped the tag, I want y'all to know that Monsanto sent their boys to me 20 years ago to take me out. Mm. Monsanto sent their people to shut us all the way down. Regarding Bob Christina, you know how I talk to you guys about me walking down the street at 3 a.m. because I talk to God, then I talk to the stars, then God says that the stars control your day and your night. I'll say it again. In Genesis 1, God says that the stars control day and night. So I walk and face the east and I talk to the stars, but not with my mouth. It's metaphysically. Mm. We'll hear the word metaphysics. A lot of people don't know what that is, but I'll explain it. Metaphysics is the world between the two worlds. It's the world between the world you live now and the world after. I'm in between all of that. That's where God sits. That's where your alien technology sits also. So yes, they called me a witch doctor because the most impossible thing that the doctors could see happen, which would be a miracle, and they don't use the word miracles. It is illegal for doctors to say the word miracle. People don't mm. know on doctors, mm. okay? So they call me, yes, a witch doctor, but I'm not. I prayed. I knew not Bobby Christina. I didn't know Bobby Brown. I didn't know anybody that knew them or anything of such. I just walked and prayed. You remember at the beginning of this, I told you that the mind can do anything. Yes, you sir. can incidentally change and take your mind anywhere. You can go to any country. You can go to the moon right now and back with your mind. You can make many things happen. So basically, uh, in, in small talk, some people would call this channeling. Okay. I don't mm. use the word channeling, but it's a metaphysical thought that connected me with a lady that came to my house. And when this lady mm. came to my house, she said, my sister is like, has an issue and she's dying. I won't say the name right now. They're on TV people. But anyway, she brought her sister to me. Her sister had a very rare form of leukemia and she was dying quickly. Very, very light complected black girl but her skin was dark and she was turning purple her eyes were purple she couldn't see barely open her eyes barely walk barely talk to make a long story short i gave this lady some herbs and i gave her a gallon of juice and they called me back the next day and i didn't know this but they told me that that bobby brown was their uncle like god yeah. uncle and they connected me to bobby brown they got me on the phone with bobby brown the very next day i spoke to bobby I told him about myself, what I do, that I work for God, that I wasn't the one, but I'm the one that he called to do the will. And so Bobby said, hey, man, let me just look into this for a minute. I'm going to check into it. So Bobby, he hung up the phone. He called a few people to check to do some research on me to see if I was really this person. And then he got back to me and said, you know what? I did my research. And uh, he said, you know, some very high people up told me that you do what you say you do. So he agreed to allow me to go down there to Atlanta. And I flew down there to Atlanta uh, with a couple. Uh, this couple was from a, a TV show, but I'm not gonna even say the name of the TV show. And I flew there in between this couple. They took me down there to Atlanta and I stayed at this place called, man, 
You know, I said they took me to King's Highway when I ate the Red Devil line of poison. Well, when I went to Atlanta, they took me to a house in an area called Country Club of the South. I never even heard of Country Club in the South. I mm. talk to people in Atlanta all the time that live in Atlanta, and they tell me they don't even know what Country Club of the South is. That's mm. an area, a very secluded area where Whitney Houston used to live. Country Club in the, of the South. Her house is right there up on the hill, okay? And I I stayed in a home there where this family, they brought me in, and the lady, I don't mind saying her name was Queen Netta. She brought me in. Her, her son, Mario, they brought me in. They let me stay in this mansion house. When I went to go help Bobby Christina, a black family took me in, man. Mm. Let me stay in the mansion. Mm. I'm working for God. I'm staying in the mansion. The woman in the house, she said, listen, doc. She said, because of what you do, she said, you could take the whole bottom floor of my house, use it for your practice. Mm. Well, there are people out there who can't. Okay, because when I went to Atlanta, I, I didn't, you know, I didn't have any money. I didn't have nothing. I just left. LA and took a risk on getting kicked out of my apartment. Yes, I did. <laughs> and I didn't have the money to pay the bills, but I knew I had to go help uh, Princess Bobby Christina. I call her Princess Bobby Christina for one reason, because God says she's a prince for going through all of this stuff that they put her through. So the doctors didn't believe that what I was doing was, you know, was, was going to work. But then they saw that it worked. And Bobby asked me to walk down the hall with him. He said, there's a special meeting going on, man. I said, what? Well, to go back a little bit, when I went in the room with Bobby Christina, Pat Houston started a whole bunch of crap. Man, mm. Pat Houston was flying off like flying off like she had brooms coming left and brooms coming left, right? She mm. was trying to, how do you say, get rid of me by any means possible. Now, Bobby Brown told me that Pat Houston and the chief surgeon, they both had a conversation and they agreed. Mm for me to come down there. They agreed. But when I showed up and they saw me, they flipped the switch. No more agreement. They didn't want me to end the room. Pat Houston starts squabbling, saying this man can't go in, telling security, no, don't let him in, blah, 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 okay? And then the security told Pat Houston, eventually after about 20 minutes of arguing, uh, they calmed down and security said, listen, Mr. Bobby Brown has the right to bring in any person he would like as his own personal guest. So hmm. I went in Bobby's guest, and when I went in, I did pressure points on Princess Bobby Christina. I did a little prayer first, and then after the prayer, I, add, I asked God, and I want you to know the public. I don't mind. I want you to know this power, this authority of this prayer. It's a very short prayer, but I use it all the time. And the prayer I used with her was this. I said, oh, Lord, lead me guide me, teach me, show me the way, lead me, guide me, teach me, show me the way. That's the prayer I've been praying since I was six years old. Mm. It's very, but it's very direct. And it lets God know that you want to ride on his shoulders and not on the back of man. Mm. So I did this prayer and then I got involved with doing pressure points on Princess Bobby Christina. And when I did the pressure points on her, she just laid there in a coma in a coma. I did a right hand. I did a left hand. I did a right foot. But when I did a left foot, she kicked out. When I pressed the pressure points, can everybody see my hand? I want the world to see this because I'm going to show you something that people don't know. Right here. Let me do it so you can see. 
See my finger? Let me squeeze here. I'm going to do it again. Take my hand and squeeze that skin. See the skin here? Squeeze that skin. Okay? Liver. Bladder. Over to your kidney. Over mm. to your heart. You squeeze that skin. Sometimes squeeze your own skin. Take it and squeeze it as hard as you can. When you're doing, you're making reference to your heart and you're moving the blood in and out through your heart. Do you see me? Woo it, woo it, woo it, woo it. That's what we're doing. Squeeze it in the first through your baby finger and squeeze through, wake up your kidney and your liver. You're gonna feel some pain there, but it's going down here to wake you up. Mm. So you squeeze the skin between the hands right here in the joint, and you squeeze the skin between the toes. I teach three and five year olds how to go in and squeeze the skin. You all see one pointing? I'm gonna do it slowly. You see where I'm squeezing right there? You see my hand pinching it? Squeeze it as hard as you can. Make it hurt. More you do this, more you revolving your own blood. I think your daughters are ready to do it too. They, they, your children are ready to get into it. Too. They want to do <laughs> He's it. trying to. Yeah. So now, Doc, what I want to do now, Doc, is um. I did pressure points with her. She eventually she kicked, and when Bobby. Princess Bobby Christina kicked out. She almost kicked me straight into my mouth to knock my teeth out. When she woke up from a coma, she kicked so hard. And when she kicked, her nose was going like this. Her nose was going open and open and open and open and open. And she was mad, mad, mad. Bobby Christina Princess was so mad at me. And Bobby hmm. Brown said, man, he said, what did you do? He said, why is she so mad? And why are you laughing? I said, I said, she's mad, Bobby, because what the, when I squeezed her skin between the toes, it was the equivalency of me stomping on her foot. If somebody mm. stomps on your foot, you're gonna knock them out. <laughs> mm. I said, Bobby, she wants to knock me out right now. I said, I'm laughing for one reason. She just woke up from the coma and I'm laughing like crazy because mm. she kicks more like a Missouri mule. I jumped like this and I told Bobby I'm laughing because I should have stayed still and let her kick my two front teeth out. And then I could have told the world, Princess Bobby Christina woke up from the coma and kicked the doctor's ASS. <laughs> <laughs> he came out with a whooping, you understand? But she mm. kicked like a mule. And you know, a black woman can get pretty darn mad if you stomp yes, on her feet. Yes, <laughs> In my family, you die for that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Bobby was like, after all of this, she was awake. Pat Houston mm. noticed that she was awake. Everybody heard her making noises in the room. People started running in the room to see what was going on. Princess Bobby Christina's awake. Cameraman outside. Oh, I didn't tell you, my brother. It's kind of funny. I got tears, Omar. Right before I went to the facility, there was some camera guys outside. And uh, the head security of the uh, Peace Tree Hospice Care Center, Christian Center, the, the head security guy, he said, hey, hold on a minute. He said, Doc, we bring you in, but I can't bring you in right now. I said, what's the mm. reason? The head security guard said, he said, look up. I said, look at what? He said, look in the trees. He said, there's over 100 photographers in the trees. These guys were sleeping in the trees, man, with two pillows. I never saw it. I thought I was looking at squirrel Big life-size squirrels, but it was something in the trees all around the hospice care center. They had angles, man, 
and going into the windows of Bob Prince's Bobby Christina's room. And when I came out that day, that the whole at the whole how do you say the whole episode, there's photographers out there by the thousands. I mean, cameras hmm. crazy, and and they were trying to offer me money for the story. And I did not take it. I said, no, I didn't come here for this. I didn't come for money for the story. Didn't come for any of that stuff. But after Princess Bobby Christina was awake, after she was awakened, uh, Pat Houston came over there, got in her face, tried to say something to her. And Princess Bobby Christina, she she growled like a pit bull. She was ready to kick some Pat Houston butt. She was opening up a can of Pat Houston with ASS. So help me God, whatever happened in Bobby, Princess Bobby Christina's life, she was ready to deal with Pat Houston and whatever the situation was. She wanted to honestly take Pat Houston out. I thought mm. if she could have put her, she would have did it on the spot. I don't mm. think you could have. But Bobby, Princess Bobby Christina just woke up from a coma. You know, just waking up from a coma, she ain't have no strength. Look, she's just, she's like this. She's just barely up, man. Now the public wants to know. Public, I want y'all to hear this. The person that brought me there, a lady, she said, she called her Chrissy. She said, Chrissy, if you know the prophet doctors in front of you, and I brought them down here, I flew them down here to help you. She said, Chrissy, raise your head and nod at one time. Princess Bobby Christina raised her head. Nod. She said, Chrissy, she said, if you know he came down here to save your life, and if you know he was he was squeezing and pressing on your feet, if you knew he was doing all that stuff to bring you back, she said, not two times. And she nodded two times. Mm. So just Bobby, Christina was following commands. When you're following commands, you're not in a coma. You got it? Yes, sir. So the Realize she's sitting up, she's awake. Princess Bobby Christina was sitting there watching TV for two weeks, man. Bobby said, Hey, man, walk down the hall with me. There's a final meeting on her life. To make this story short, because it was a two hour meeting, I can't give you a two hour conversation. But in this meeting, Bobby introduced me. He said, This is a fight against the Houston family, the Brown family. And he says, Right now, today in this meeting, he says, You're representing the Brown family. You're representing me. Mm. I said, I'm not saying a word in this meeting. The meeting, the room, long table, all of these doctors, security people here, the head chief of uh, of, of the operations, the head surgeon here, the head nurse, everybody's here. Twelve people in all white jackets. And Bobby Brown left me there to, how do you say, fight for Princess Bobby Christina. To kind of make the story short on all of what happened there, I started off by letting the people know that I didn't come for a child of Bobby. Bobby Brown. And I told the doctors, I didn't come for a child of Whitney Houston. I said, I came here for a child of God. Mm. To claim her godly rights, her heavenly rights, her moral rights, her womanly rights, her spiritual rights. I said, I came to claim it all. I said, so if you think I'm here for a child of Bobby Brown, I said, you're wrong. I said, mm. you're a child of God. That right there was the beginning of how everything took off. To go fast forward in the meeting, they said that the only way that I was allowed to continue to help Princess Bobby Christina, they said, we know that you went in there and did this. And Bobby Brown said, if you know he did this, then why come you didn't do it? 
Why come you didn't try to do pressure points? And I asked the doctors, are you serving her food? You're giving her food. One doctor said no. The other doctor said yes. I said, hold it, hold it, hold it. We got chief surgeon, head doctor. You saying this, he's saying this. Now what's going down? And Bobby said, yeah, let, let the man know. He said, yeah. I said, you're feeding what? They said, we're feeding her morphine drips. I said, how, how are you feeding it? And they told me how they were giving it to her and, and the increments of how they, how many drips they were giving her. Mm. And, and told me this. I said, okay, this is the Peace Tree Christian Hospice Care Center. And you guys are giving her morphine. And you know that's why she's here because of drugs. You wouldn't give a fentanyl patient fentanyl giving Princess Bobby Christina morphine. I said, Christian mm. Hospice Care Center. Mother Mary wouldn't feed nobody morphine. This ain't mm. no Christian, nothing. Christian name off the wall. You guys mm. have nothing to do with Christianity. Mm. So make a long story short. They said, oh, Dr. Harris, if the state, the state of Georgia states that both parties here have to agree. Mm. He has 50% custody. Pat Hughes has percent custody they said the state of georgia both parties have to agree if they both agree the head surgeon said you could continue on what you're doing you, you can mm. continue with your urge and everything even though we told you no 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 you can't give her nothing they said you could continue pat houston laid the nail in the final coffin she dropped the nail pat houston said it is my wishes to let Princess, not Princess, she called her Chrissy. She said, it's my <clears throat> wish Chrissy die peacefully. She <clears throat> said, I better than anyone. She said she wouldn't want to live if she couldn't sing and dance. She said she wouldn't want to live if she knew she was going to be in a bedridden situation. She said she wouldn't want to live if she knew she was going to be paraplegic for the rest of her life. <clears throat> when Pat Houston said that, I turned and I looked at Pat and I said, who died and made you the alpha and the omega? Mm. That's exactly the answer. Who? Who made you the alpha and the omega? But Pat Houston, if she would agree, Princess Bobby Christina would still be alive today. She was alive mm. two weeks, sitting up watching TV, mm. figure out how to put her life back together. A young 23, 24-year-old young lady trying to get her life back in shape trying mm. to figure out how they're gonna do this and what they mm. did when at the hospital they turned up the morphine drip i told bobby be careful man i said they'll take your daughter's kidney they'll take her liver and they'll sell it to the highest bidder mm. i'd like to get mm. to, to talking a little bit about our earth so we can help some people so, sure. the, body so the way i want to do it doc is people had questions Yes, so go ahead. As their questions come in, if you could tell them what herbs you offer that to help that particular situation, that way it'll kind of lead into it. So what I'll do is they go tell them a little bit about the herb and then we'll take the question. Okay, perfect. Number one, herbs, number one, these herbs come from the dirt. There's people call me about sea moss and all this and all this. We don't need them from a sea. I'll say mm. it again. From the dirt. Mm. Everything in the book is from the dirt. Another mm. thing, people, it's very important that you understand. Your food is your medicine, and your medicine is your food. I'll say it again. May your food be your medicine, and may your medicine.
lesson be your food brothers and sisters kings and queens and everybody out there you see this circle this is the see your stomach umar mm. your stomach is the size of a grapefruit mm. thing more that you put into it you are stretching your stomach and we mm. practice stretching our stomach till it gets out of shape until we get out of whack brothers and sisters and kings and queens your body does not want 70 percent of the food that you put in it could be deleted mm. 70 percent of the food you put in your body every day your body does not want it we overwork our bodies mm. i'm here to give you the ultimate health program on the planet earth no one no man has brought you what i'm bringing you today i'm bringing you the program of Enoch mm. and Methuselah. Mm. Brother Umar Methuselah lived 969 years. Methuselah ate one day a week. Can you imagine eating one day a week and being mm. healthy to go through the whole week because you were smart enough to put enough nutrients into your body at one time that your body mm. just coasted through the whole week? Mm. Your mm. knowledge is key. Mm. God says we perish because of the lack of knowledge. So I want mm. I want to teach you the Enoch program. Kings and queens, brothers and sisters, I don't eat no more than one, two days a week. I don't need mm. the food. I want you to know this. I'm 67 years old. Right. No doctor. And when you right. look at me, it's awesome. <laughs> okay? Yes, no yes. Just 40 years. I don't do that. So if I can go 40 years, no doctors, you can go 40 years, no doctors too. There's no special thing here with me. The only thing is, I'm following God's plan. Mm. Kings and queens, you see me smiling? I'm smiling because it's not, not in the Bible. It's not in the Quran. It's not in the Torah. Nowhere is there breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Mm. <laughs> but man's mm. got you choking on breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Okay? So we got herbs, and we have a book here called Home Cooking to Cure Cancer. I'm the author of this book. Don't buy it online because Amazon.com doesn't give me a dime. There's 30 companies trying to sell my book online, and none of them mm. give me a dime. This is the book here. Only yes. cooking to cancer. I'm the author of it. So the herbs we have are from the ground, brothers and sisters. And the herbs are designed to do two things, or well, three things. To rejuvenate your body, restore your body, mm. rebuild your body. When your body's being restored, kings and queens, you're looking younger. <laughs> mm. A lot of people don't okay so the, the herbs we have you can also put them in your food they're all straight food let's start off with one of the top of the line herbs we have here we have the mustard seeds these are not your store-bought mustard seeds if you buy the mustard seeds from the store you're going to get with my sandal and left up to you okay mm. this is what they look like in the bottle let me turn the bottle around there a little bit try so you can see them okay these are your mustard seeds and you take a tablespoon put it in your mouth you know in the bible god talks about this mustard seed god said have the faith of the grain of the mustard seed in matthew 16 mark mm. chapter 4 verse 32 32 god said where should we liken the kingdom of god or how should we liken it he says like a grain of the mustard seed which when it's sown is the tiniest of all seeds but when it grows up it becomes the greatest of all earth did you know brother umar that the mustard green leaf is the largest herbal leaf on the planet <laughs> wow. wow. People, black people been cooking the leaf, messing it up 
for 400 years. Brothers mm. and sisters, leaf, chop it up. Chop the mustard green leaf up into a salad. Eat it like a salad. Or just pretend you bugs money. Blood pressure, cholesterol, diabetes, it helps your weight too. Mm. The mustard leaves, you eat three, four tablespoons a day, they do your weight. Two tablespoons a day helps a man on his prostate. And you can have a baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because a lot mm. of guys, 18, 19 years old, their sperm is not strong enough to go up. Okay, seeds will help you with that blood pressure, cholesterol, diabetes, your weight. Okay, they help with colds and all that. And the number one thing I like for these seeds, I like to see more than anything because I'm a specialist when it comes to helping seniors. Nobody likes helping seniors more than me and brand new. Okay, these seeds, Boomer, they allow your grandma and your grandpa, if they take these seeds and swallow them or you can also put them in your food. These seeds give calcium and iron and magnesium, potassium to your body and your muscles and your bones. You know, old people, when they fall down, they have a break, they die. Mm. When I give old people these seeds, they stay here forever. Mm. Okay? And uh, I just want to do a little moment of silence right now from Mrs. Frances Dickinson. Mm. Mrs. Frances Dickinson was 104. He just passed away recently. Mrs. Francis Dickinson was the oldest member, follower that we have. Mm. God angelic, Francis Dickinson. Mm. We love you, Ma Dickinson. She's the mother, grandmother of the Word of Life Christian Bookstore. I love that store, the Word of Life Christian Bookstore. They used to be on Florence and Maine in Los Angeles. Right now, they're on West Boulevard. Mm. And Mrs. Dickerson, Miss Francis, the lady I'm speaking about, Mrs. Francis, she's on my Instagram right now. You click there, you see her picture. But Miss Francis, man, she wrote notes. She wrote, came to the seminar. She wrote enough notes to have seven books. Mm. She's got that many notes. She was a teacher and she used to do shorthand, okay? Mm. So these that we give you, this lady came to me. This angel came to me at 90 years old. So I had the privilege of helping Miss Francis from 90 to 104. Mm. People only knew how many people, how many families been helping from 80 years old up. Oh, my brother, we got a thousand people I'm helping in old, old age. Mm. A lot of chicken grandmas and grandmothers. I love you, I love you. <laughs> I love you. I love you too. But we're helping a lot of people, Nigerian people. We got people from everywhere we're helping. And I want black people to know that when you come from another country, if you're from Nigeria, you come from Belize, you come here from Jamaica, you come here from Trinidad. But when you come here, your body's gonna go down. Your system starts to hit the ground because we mm. don't have the nutrients here in America that you have in your country. So your body kind of falls down. I want everybody to know too, it's very important. There are no medications made black people brown people mm. this is food profit i'm international i love everybody of every color mm. every color i teach everybody but i want y'all to know that there's nothing not one drop made for the brown skinned man woman baby or child for that reason how do you say it's kind of like, like the 
David and Goliath. You know what I mean? You're on the bottom here. And you got Goliath up here sending you all these medicines, all these medicines. I want all our public people to know that, you know, we used to have uh, these, these uh, slave traders. Now your slave owners are your doctors. Mm. They're your new slave owners, Umar, are your doctors. Mm. And slave owners, they don't drive slave ships anymore. Your new slave owners are doctors. They, they drive hospitals. Mm. They're ships hospitals mm. and slave owners with these slave ships you thought they were driving you to a greener pastor and they were driving you here to america just to mess you up mm. guess what the doctors are your slave owners their hospitals are their slave ships and their hospitals don't drive you to green pastors kings and queens they drive you to your death Mm. The protocol, the final line of the race is death when you go to a hospital. People don't know this, but hospital malpractice is higher than it's ever been. Mm. People are dying more from hospital neglect and hospital issues than they've ever, ever done. The public doesn't know. Umar, did you know that the doctor's average age is 65? Doctors mm. don't usually live 67. Do mm. you know? Like I want y'all to know. You see everything on the news. They're gonna show you just about everything, but they never show you a doctor's death. Some of the mm. greatest on earth, they die the surgeons, the health surgeons, the, the brain surgeons, the, all these technical doctors, they die, and they're the top of the line doctors on earth. But you know what? You don't hear today that the number one heart surgeon died. You don't hear today that the number one cancer cancer surgeon died. Wow. You don't hear one wow. brain surgeon. They want you to think that doctors don't die. You will never hear about doctors' deaths on TV. Kind of like a sliding cold, like the sliding cold in the police department, the sliding cold in the doctor's office. Another thing, kings and queens, no doctors will give their family member. They will not give them. None of them for cancer. Will they give them the chemo? And no doctor. Will give his sister, his daughter, his mother, his son radiation. But they're gonna give it to you every day. Chemo and radiation is the exact ingredients of rat poison. I'm gonna say it again. Chemo mm. and radiation are the exact ingredients in rat poison. Mm. What Christians are supposed to be taking rat poison? What Muslims are supposed to be taking rat poison? You understand? Mm. John yes, don't sir. play. Elohim don't play that. <laughs> so the mustard seeds. Three tablespoons a day will keep your weight down. One tablespoon a day will keep you regular. Okay? This is one of our items I have. Another item we have here. Now, the mustard seeds are from the Bible. Another item we have here is the black seed oil. This oil, we take it and we have people shake it up like it's a warm and like a baby bottle. And then you look mm -hmm. at it. Look at this black seed oil, ladies and gentlemen. Do you see that? Yes, That's sir. called the, the oil that you buy from the store will look nothing. Like this, never all that you store is gonna look dark brown, even in Saudi Arabia, even in in, in a Dubai, Bahrain over there. Their black seed oil is brown. When I showed them this oil, believe it or not, the Saudis bowed to me. Mm. I was at a king's home in Bahrain, and they all bowed. I don't need anybody mm. to bow to me, but that's what they did. And I took it kind of like, hmm, 
These guys don't even like black people in America, but they bowed to me when they saw this. <laughs> they said, you mean we've been duped all our life? They said, hey, we got billions and trillions of dollars. And they've been, I said, you don't have black seed oil. Kings and queens, brothers and sisters. This is not black seed oil that they're selling all over the world. This is cumin seed. I'm a seedologist. <laughs> mm. This is cumin seed. Cumin is a dark seed, a dark brown seed. But for the last three, four, four hundred years, some knucklehead has started framing and claiming the cumin seed to be the black seed. And it's mm. not. Now, there's several different black seeds. I can't tell you the exact one, but there's several different black seeds, and there's only one that's the original that the Prophet Muhammad spoke about that heals everything. The Prophet Muhammad said that if you don't get healed from it, you're supposed to die. But it heals hmm. everything but death. Hmm. Okay? So this is the one that the Prophet Muhammad spoke about, this seed. But th this is the oil from the seed. This oil has a pulp. It's the only black seed. Seed oil that you'll find that has pulp. Guess what? Apple juice got pulp. Orange juice got pulp, right? Yes, sir. Juice and ain't got no pulp. You go home, may not be the real stuff. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> this black seed oil, blood pressure, cholesterol, diabetes, your weight. This 100% does AIDS and herpes. Now, you got to do another of it. Some people age, or how do you say, like on high, on, not in, but on. A thousand and ten. So it depends on how infected you are to how much you will need. We have a complete package for herpes. We have a complete package for AIDS, a complete package for cancer, for heart issues. We also have a package for women that are having babies. We have herbs for everything. But once again, blood pressure. This does your weight. This is number one on the planet Earth for cleaning your colon. Clean the colon better than black seed oil. Be, be careful with those colonosomies because people die on, on the table. Mm. Yes. Mm. Okay, people don't know this. So black seed oil. And this is number one for seniors for lubricating the body. When I give a senior two or three tablespoons of this, if they're 80 years old, I tell them they're going to flip to a spring chicken in like 25 the next day. I tell him, I dare you call me a liar. I dare you, dare you, and dare you some more. Then we have another bottle of oil here. It's called our anointed oil. This oil right here, I have people put in their nose that can't breathe. We put this in Bobby Christina's nose, mm. okay? Also put this in DMX's nose, mm. okay? But you could put this on your hair to thicken your scalp. You put it in in your nose for your lungs to breathe. You can put in your nose and breathe in deeply. You clean your nose out with it and it clears cataracts in your eyes. It clears glaucoma in your eyes. It clears retinal stigma, pigmentation problems in your eyes. This oil I have women put it in the vaginal area. Mm. I have over 3,000 women. Can you believe this, Umar? Women trust me mm. and they this oil down below and it gets rid of cysts it gets rid of their fibroid tumors it gets rid of the urinary tract infections mm. it gets rid mm. of ovarian <clears throat> problems it gets rid of their odors down there even if they're loose and very loose and you know in the area it tightens her area all the way up this mm. oil does about 75 things for the woman below Mm. I teach women, do, 
open your legs for a doctor. No, no, no. I'll say it again. Darn it. No, do not open your legs for a doctor. They're going to pat, smear you, and do some little tissue, and they're going to give you. That's correct. Mm. And again, 18-year-old girl out of Compton, California, maybe she don't have not even $5 in her pocket. She barely got a bus pass. She goes to the doctor, see the doctor. The doctor pats smears her, this young 18-year-old girl, and now Mr. Yolanda, 18 years old, Yolanda got cancer three months later. Mm. Now, she didn't have $5 in her pocket when she went to see the doctor. But the doctor was taking $2 million out of cancer out of her rear end by treating her. <coughs> People don't know. First stage cancer, $2 million. Mm. Second stage cancer, $4 million. Mm. Third stage cancer. In the third stage cancer now, they can grab from 8 to $10 million. Fourth mm. stage cancer, they can get as high as $20 million. They just keep giving you you rounds and rounds of chemo and radiation. Keep setting up appointments. It's a game. This cancer comes from the sky, people. It's in the air. I don't care what city you look in, you live in. I'm sorry. Look at the sky every day. These darn fools are drawing lines over the sky every day. Every white line you see in the sky, those white lines are not cocaine, but it's man's image of cocaine to take you out. It's the chemicals mm. that start cancer. Mm. It's the chemical start coronavirus aluminum and mercury they're spraying it out, out over you look at the lines in the sky and it's spread out if anybody watches one of these lines and you think, think i'm a liar watch these lines watch it for one hour you will see two lines that are spaced apart they will come together and make one cloud these are fake clouds mm. this cell right here once again our anointed oil does your scalp it's for your skin it's for pain anywhere in your body Sport pain, if you had an accident in the car pain, this does the pain. I also I want men to know this. I clean down below. I don't mind telling y'all I'm a doctor. Because I'm the doctor for God. God owns this holy temple. I can talk about any part of this body and smile because it all belongs to my Lord. Mm. He says, You fear none of that. You mm. release it all. I'm sitting on the floor right now. Brothers Hold on, Doc. Doc, I want you to hear hurt. this. They said, they said, take my money now. I'm on the floor. Yeah. They, they ready to buy, Doc. They said, take my money now. So this all is going to do your hair. Brothers, brothers, brothers. I tell some of my brothers, my friends, I tell them to clean your testicles with this. Scrub your testicles till they turn pink. Scrub your mm. testicles. Stick, stick some tissue in here. Don't use a uh, gala paper towel. Don't use cotton. Use tissue. Scrub your Tesco's till they turn pink. Mm. I see me laughing over here, right? Because I know one thing that once a brother scrubs his testicles and his penis with this oil, you got a new life. Mm. When I teach you how to heal from your navel down, when I teach you how to heal, I got to show you. Better than I could tell you. When I teach you how to heal, from here to here, from here to here, from the navel down, when I teach you how to heal from here to here, every man, every woman will get another 25 years to life. When I teach you how to heal this area that you see mm. right now, 25 additional years, mm. additional years. That's why I ask women to use this in the vaginal, clean themselves with this. What I have women do, 
is take a sterile pad. Women are going, wow, what is he talking now? You get a sterile pad. You do not use Kotex. Mm. Do not use Tampex. Mm. You use sterile pad. Oh, gosh. G-A-U-Z-E. And you take this oil, put a tablespoon and a half on it. And you make the gauge and get a pad that's like the size of people having an eye when they leave the doctor. They got a little square when they leave the doctor. You know the little white pad people have in the eye? Yes. Gauge pad. Get a gauge pad, put a tablespoon and a half of this oil on it, and press it inside the vaginal area and push it inside. Leave mm. it inside you overnight. Put an old blanket on the bed in case it leaks out. Old blanket on the top. If this oil burns you when you put it inside, if it tingles real when you put it inside, it's because you have yeast, chlamydia, you have fibroid tumors, you have cysts, or you could have early stages of tumors or ovarian cancer. Okay? Mm. So this oil, when a woman puts it inside, one lady called me on the phone and cursed me out. You didn't tell me that all gonna burn the hell out of me. <laughs> Lady, excuse me, instead of chewing me out, ma'am, you ought to be saying thank you and hallelujah to God. Because what you just described, your fibroid tumors just burst. Now, I know you're pissed off, but you said the water was running down your leg. You said mm. it was fibroid with water running. Well, ma'am, your tumors are gone. Tumors mm. come out as running down the woman's leg. So some women, it will burn. Some women, it will not burn at all. And ladies, if you put it inside you, if it burns today, you pull it out in the morning and you throw it away. And tomorrow, <coughs> it'll burn. And on the third day, it's just going to tingle. And on the fourth day, it's just going to feel like wet oil on you. And on the fifth day, you're healed. <coughs> Once again, you're healed. Dr. Jolly Harris didn't touch you. You didn't know doctor touch you. You didn't go get no medication. You didn't have nobody have to open up your legs. And how do you say defy yourself with God and have some men go all up and say that God don't like that. Mother Mary mm. don't like that. It defies God for mm. a man to go up with a woman and making billions and billions of dollars off of women opening their legs. Do you ladies hear me talking to you? Do all you queens and princesses hear me talking to you? They're making billions of dollars off of women opening their legs. Back in the early 60s, they didn't do that. It was the pimps on the corner that were getting the money out of the women and the hundred thousand dollars between their legs. Now the doctors are getting millions between your legs. The doctors are the new pimps. Mm. I hope y'all heard me. Mm. I'm not in this highly nicely soft for God. When you work for God, you don't have to hold back anything. Mm. Okay? So women, do not open your legs for the doctor. Use this oil we have, our anointed oil. We have a package right here that comes with the black seed oil, the anointed oil, and the cancer tea. This package right here that goes out at about 115 plus shipping. But uh, I'll talk about that cancer tea in a minute. But that anointed oil, please use that oil for pain. And also, I use that oil if dogs have problems, like dogs have tumors and stuff like that. We use it for dogs and cats too. Okay, so this oil really works. In the old days, there was a guy back in the early 60s that was going around these people, and they, they call them what they call them snake oil salesmen. They were selling you this oh, oil. Supposed to do this, supposed to do this, to do this. Well, guess what? If this oil don't do what I said it does, I'll bend up. You can let your whole family kill. 
big man in the butt, and that ain't happening. <laughs> so, you know, I want to. I want to do something special. I want somebody to come up here and meet you. And yes. the person that comes yeah. up, I'll we'll, we'll sponsor their order. So okay. I want somebody to come up, Doctor Jolie. First come, first serve. First person to come. We got about almost. We got seventy people in right now. First come, first serve. Uh, first person to come up here and meet Doctor Jolie. You know you gotta give you three reasons why you love yourself. It can't be anybody from the team, so y'all don't try. Um, <laughs> Y'all, got, y'all come up here and meet Dr. Jolie, and we'll sponsor your order. No, Brene, you're from the team. And, Doc, while we're waiting on them, can you tell them how to reach you so they can make an order? Everybody's asking how can they order. Uh, I, right, I want to do disclaimer because I didn't do it. The disclaimer is Jolly Harris III, prophet of Feed God's Sheep Missionary Church, Church and his successors, a corporation soul. We're not a 501c3 church. We're a 508 church we are the corporation soul and we don't listen to nobody but god so everything that i say here on umar's show is directly and all contributing comes from our ministry it's not words that how do you say where people can come back and slam this man and sue him if you want to come to somebody come directly to feed god's sheep jesus told peter if you love me go feed my sheep he told Peter three times to go do it. That's why we named our ministry Feed God's Sheep. And our ministry is all about one thing, teaching you how to heal your holy temple, to take care of your body. Your I want everyone to know this, this is the most important thing I'm going to say on this show. You are not obligated to the government to even listen to government regarding your body. Your body belongs to you. This, this is your holy temple. And this holy temple don't belong to you. It belongs to God. You, you live in a borrowed body from God, in a borrowed time from God, in a borrowed space from God, in a borrowed place from God. You don't own nothing, not even yourself. Mm. This is God's body. So you tell a man, mm. whoever he is, the government, you don't have to take his medicine. You don't have to take his virus stuff. This is God's body. God don't take that the church don't take that the church and the state are separate don't let you them think make you think that you have to be a part of the three ring circus mm. Mm. God sheep missionary church 818-983-7473 once again 818-983-7473 i'm also the food prophet the Food Prophet, P-R-O-P-H-E-T, on YouTube, The Food Prophet. Uh, Instagram is Jolie, J-O-L-I-E, 7169. So let me tell him this too, Doc. I don't know anybody who ships as fast as Dr. Joey. So uh, y'all start texting him right now. I'm telling you, he sh- like you, you'll have your order before you know. But let me, Dr. Jolie, the sister came on to meet you. Let me let her on yes. one second. <laughs> Sister Robin. Sister Robin, can you hear us? I can. Queen, how you doing? I'm fine. Hi. Sister Robin, you know the rules. Three reasons why you love yourself. So whatever you need to know. I can. I'm fine. Okay. What what questions do you have? I love myself because I'm me. I'm me. My, my question is, what can I do for you, you with health? Let's talk about health. Do you have any issues or issues in your family with health? 
Um, to heal, to heal me all over. Okay. If, if you're interested in healing all over, I'm going to be very honest with you. And I want the world to know this. We have a package that goes out. And in this package, I let people know that if you take this full package, you can stay away from a doctor for six months minimum. You take this package twice a year, you don't see the doctor for the whole year. The goal, the reason why I'm here is to teach you how to be your own doctor. I want us okay. to be our own doctors that take care of ourselves so that we're not, how do you say, a part of this world and in all the protocols that are involved where Christians, Muslims, Jews, and other people have to, how do you say, abide by man's law. So we want you to know that you can take care of yourself and we want you to know that we have a package that if you do our full package, our full package is what I call the all package. Meaning anything you could possess your lips to say, the full package does it. Your heart, your liver, your eyes, your weight, your mucus, your bowel tract, uh, your toes, fungus, whatever your problem is, it does it all. Okay? It does okay. coronavirus. It does herpes. It does AIDS. It does cancer. So if you get the full Full package, you got it all. Thank you. I am so happy. <laughs> Any questions, Dustin? So, so I'm gonna no give you the secret to clear patch so you go home. I'm gonna give you a, a, a piece of advice on health that will will add 25 years to your life. I want you to start mm -hmm. taking apple cider vinegar baths do at least three a week minimum. Cleopatra bathe five, five, I'm sorry, six days a week with apple cider vinegar. Cleopatra bathe the seventh day with buttermilk. Okay. History, history is health. Health yes, is it history. Is. History is health. And a lot of people will teach you health, but they can't connect the doc with history with it. Okay? Nope. So Cleopatra, one of the greatest strongest, most powerful, healthiest women on earth. This queen lived. Now, I want you to also know this too, sister. In the old days, the king would say, bring me the prettiest woman. he said, say, bring me the youngest woman. When a woman comes to the king, the king would have midwives. They would take you and put you in, a, in this big pool. And they would, you would sit there and they would massage your body for 10 hours a day of vinegar. Wow. I was filled with vinegar. They massage you with frankincense and milk for another two hours. Can you imagine sitting in a tub in a pool for eight hours and women are massaging you down like you the Kobe beef? You know, over there in China, they, they, they take the cow and they massage the cow. And then after the cow is massaged for five, five, ten years, they go and chop mm -hmm. them up and $1,000 for it once twice. <laughs> so they massage you. And what happens is, my brother, the king have a woman being massaged in the tub for six months. Some kings say three months. Some kings say two years. Guess why Umar the king would make the woman sit in the tub with dinner? Guess why? You ready for the answer? The reason why the king would have a woman sit in the tub for months and months on end because the king wanted you to be the healthiest woman in the tribe. So if the king got sick or died, you took over. That was the whole purpose. Wow. 
Mm. The you to be equally as strong as him or better. So, mm. apple cider vinegar, women don't use it no more. Sister, I want people like you to do what I do, sister. I go out and find young brothers and start schooling them. 67 years old. I need to be schooling brothers in their 30s, schooling brothers in their 40s. I want you to do the same thing. Go find some young sisters, 25, that's getting ready to school up her life. I'm calling every brother to go out and help some young brothers. I'm calling every sister. I don't care how much of your time it takes. I don't care how much of your money it takes. God going to reward you just for, how do I say, for doing God's will. Yeah. The right thing, not because you you're doing it for this, you're doing it for any reason. You're doing it for zero reason. <clears throat> we can pick up our own self. We can pick up our own race. We can pick up our own people. Just go yeah. out and you will see some girl, you know she's a knucklehead. You know she ain't gonna speak to you when you say, how you doing, sister? So talk to her. Let, let her know that you care. Please send it to all your sister friends because I, I see sure will. I see love all over you, sister. And there's five or six sisters out there. I'm Prophet Dr. Jolly Harris. There's five, six sisters that's waiting on you. Two of them in your in your court right now. You don't even know. They want you to bang on them and open them up. But they knuckleheads. Wow. And they figure you ain't going to talk to them because you know they knuckleheads. Mm. <laughs> they mm. try to help. Mm. So, Ooh, my, 18-year-old brothers. <laughs> Yes, sir. So, Doc, I want you to drop your number one more time. We're getting ready to close out because we, we almost had an hour and 30. But hold on, y'all. Don't be, don't be mad. Me and Dr. Jolie already talked about doing a part two in person. So we're, we're going to have Dr. Jolie back, God willing. But I want him to drop his number again. Everybody text him now. Sister Robin, DM me so we can get your order in with Dr. Jolie. Uh, everybody should get something from our brother. If you, if, you, if, you, if you can't afford to buy something, at least drop a donation. Um, we we want to support our brother because this is what we need. Health is wealth, like we said yesterday. All right. So um can you drop your number one more time, Doc? Yeah, my telephone number is 818-983-7473. And I want and they want to know the name of the book again, Doc. The name of the book is Home Cooking to Cure Cancer. It's in paperback and hard hardback is forty dollars, paperback thirty dollars. This book also has recipes in it. Even though the book's title is Home Cooking to Cure Cancer, this book teaches you how to heal your, your entire body of any situation. It also, like I said, the last uh, third, third uh, section of the book in the back, it's all recipes. We have recipe sections in the back, okay, with pictures mm. and how to cook. And on the back of the book, you can see some of the items and some of the recipes I cook, okay? So, uh, yes, sir. Home Cooking to Cure Cancer, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that's up. Uh, what it's all about. Do not buy it online. Amazon has been selling my book about 20 years, having gave me a dime. I'm trying to sue Amazon. I'm looking for an attorney. Anybody know a book attorney? But deal with this kind of stuff, let me know. There's 12 companies selling my book, and I haven't got a dime. Now, they don't have the latest version. This version is a picture of the mustard green salad on the book. You see that picture? Mm. That's the yes, mustard sir. green with some beets, tomatoes, mushrooms, and, and uh, olives going around. On that the mustard green salads on the cover of the book because Matthew 16, Mark chapter 4, I took the mustard green leaf and I just designed the book all around that mustard green seed. Mm. God damn faith, okay? Yes, sir. So that's how so I want to make sure you uh, get the book. And also, people, this is very important. 
uh, because some, some people ask me, say, Dr. Joey, this, that, this, that about money. I don't work for money. I work for the hallelujahs. I work for the satisfaction of people calling back and saying, you know what? You didn't just help me. You helped my daughter. My When people get our package, like the lady that's, that's on the line, you get this entire package. You can have four or five people in your family. And that's what this is all about. Helping as many people as you can in your family. Okay? Once again, we have our cancer tea here. This is a cancer tea, but it's not just for cancer. This tea is a tea that you take and you tap it in the palm of your hand and you lick it. You tap it in the palm of your hand and you lick it three times a day. You make a circle the size of a quarter and you lick this tumor and you blood clots. This does many, many things. This does your heart. It keeps it from locking up and seizing. This does your liver, your bladder, your kidney. People call me and say, Doc, I got failing bladder. The doctor said I'm going to die because my kidney is irreversible and no one can help him. I send them this. Okay? It's one of the items in our cancer package. I also take this. And I tap it on my food. Sometimes late at night, Umar, I have a glass of wine. And I'll put my own herbs in my wine. You go, what the hell is he doing? He's drinking his wine with his herbs. <laughs> I don't play, y'all. This doctor don't play. So that cancer tea is going to do all that. Then we have the green tea. The blood pressure, cholesterol, diabetes, your weight. This right here shrinks your weight. This right here takes all the mucus and the water out of the body. That's right. It clears the mucus. This right here helps with the eyes, with the vision. This helps with women that can't walk. I designed this tea originally for women who were on walkers and people in wheelchairs who can't walk. This tea will allow you to walk. Mucus out the body. You know how some people got H bandages and they got all this, how do you say, loose skin around the knees and all this loose flabbing stuff? This, this takes it right out. Okay, but it also clears your heart and your lungs so you can't catch a cold, you can't get pneumonia, you can't say. When I do these two teas together, I don't eat food. When I do these two teas together, I do not eat food. I don't need food when I eat these two teas. There you go. You got somebody with questions, where they at? All right, we're going to let one more person come up and ask a question. Who wants it? Who wants it? Drink some water. Y'all drop some I love myself in the chat for Dr. Joey. Who wants it? All right, also let's see. I need to show this too. While they're coming up, I'll show you this gallon of juice. Take this gallon and you shake it. And this is our juice we send with the full package. We call it the cancer juice. But this juice also unlocks your blood. This juice also clears your colon. There's a lot of people blocked up and they just cannot poop. This juice will 
opens you up. It, it clears your blood. It washes your blood. Okay? Washes all your blood, your veins, and your vessels, and your arteries. So your arteries and your vessels, they get cleared. It's basically a detox. Our package is a detox. Well, Mercy, check your check your uh, inbox now on Facebook Messenger. I sent you the link to come up so you can ask Dr. Jolie a question. One sister, Dr. Jolie, said, can my kids use this too? Say what? One sister in the comments said, can my kids use this too? Yeah, her child, yeah. We help a lot of babies. We help women also before pregnancy, during pregnancy, and after pregnancy. Because women need nutrients. While I'm speaking about pregnancy, it's extremely important because black women are dying in a large number. They're dying due to fibroid tumors and cysts. <clears throat> when these women have cysts, tumors, they cannot have a baby. Doctors mm. will not allow them to have a baby with cysts and tumors. So we got to take care of that first. Some, some women, Umar, are taking a risk. Themselves dying and the baby dying. Mm. So we want to shut all that down. Because a lot of black women can't have babies. They're dying. Trying to have babies, eighty percent faster than anybody else. Hmm. Well, Mercy, check check your DM, or have to, I'm gonna have to let my else else up here. I sent you the link to uh, come on up so you can talk to Doctor Jolie. Doctor Jolie, they want your number one more time. Eight one eight. Eight one eight nine three seven four. Seven three eight one eight nine eight three seven four seven three. I'm helping many people with uh, with this coronavirus. Many, many people. Long story short, I had to help my daughter. She had an extreme case just a couple of days ago. I think I spoke to you a little bit about it, man. But yes, yeah, so I'm helping a lot of people. So there is an answer to this coronavirus. It's with three, four items we have that mm. knock the coronavirus right out the box. Our cancer mm. does it too, but you could just get three items from us, our black seed oil, our anointed oil, and our cancer tea. These items will knock it right out of the box. Those three items right there will knock the coronavirus right out of the box, okay? Now, Doc, they said, do you do consultations? Yes, uh, we do consultations. Uh, the only thing is uh, they mostly would have to be in the evenings because in the daytimes, I'm extremely busy. Uh, when it comes to consultation, sometimes we could shorten it and uh, save people a lot of money by just telling me. I ask people, tell me the top five things wrong with you. And if you just say my heart, my liver, my bladder, I can't poop. Man, we knock it out just like that. Mm. Mm. No, actually, Doc, okay, they're not going to let her come in because we timed out. So okay. what we're going to do, y'all, is I spoke, I told Dr. Jolie the next one has to be in person just for the the energy. And I, I got I got a lot of things I want to talk to Dr. Jolie about in person. But we're still going to live stream it so y'all can come in and still meet and talk to Dr. Jolie. Uh, maybe we'll talk to Dr. Jolie about letting some people come in person out in Vegas. Um, but, but Dr. Jolie, thank you again. Thank you for loaning me your time. Thank you for loaning us your time. Uh, thank, thank you for you. the herbs. Thank you for the knowledge. Thank you for the stories. Thank you for the love. And we appreciate you and we love you, Dr. Jolie. We can't wait to be with you again. Y'all drop the love myself for Dr. Jolie again. We want you to come in the studio, man, and, and do this live with me. <laughs> I can't wait, Dr. Jolie. Please, Dr. Vegas. Thank you, brother.
Thank you. God. All right, y'all. So they timed us out. They wouldn't let us uh, let more people come up. But I need y'all to jump in the chat right now. And Jobs and I love myself for Dr. Jolie. He loaned us his time. I hope y'all learned something beneficial because I did. Um, we got another, like another two minutes left. So real quick, tell me what you learned really quickly. And um, Sister Robin, don't forget to message me now. For all our folks on YouTube and Facebook, thank you so much. Uh, while y'all putting those, those quick questions, I'm going to drop and I love myself again before we jump off. I love myself. 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 All right, y'all. That's the end there. Uh, this is a really amazing episode. This is just part one. I'm really excited for part two. I told Dr. Jolie right away before we even planned this. I said, Dr. Jolie, we can do this one um, virtually, but we got to do number two in person. I think that's really important. Uh, me and Dr. Jolie have been speaking back and forth on the phone for a while. This is somebody we have to protect. This is mine we need to learn from. You know, we don't want to wait until this brother passes away and then we're trying to get our health together. Let's do this right now. Let's learn everything we can from him right now. Let's get all the products we can for him right now. Right? Health is wealth. And, 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 and true life and true wealth begins with your guts. Let's get our guts together. I love you all and I love myself. Please make sure you subscribe on YouTube. Please make sure you subscribe on Spotify. Please make sure you follow us on Instagram. All of these, all of our handles on there, I love myself podcast. Um, please make sure you text Dr. Jolie. The number's in the chat. All right, and the number will be in the comments on YouTube. Thank you. Thank you. Everybody said they loved it, so perfect. I love you all, and I love myself. Peace.